Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined by Leonard. Cameron Hello. is asleep. He fell yes. asleep. It's late. It's late, and we forgot that daylight savings is ended. It's a thing. So the time zones are all discombobulated. We will be better sorted for next time. Yes, next time. Fear not. Cameron will return. But let him rest. Yes. Let him Cameron, rest. Cameron, uh, Cameron went even farther into the future um, because... Uh, because Australia is on fire. It's on oh, fire right. and they're in the future now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. It's bad all mm, over, yeah. isn't there? I can't, it's, wow. it's yeah. not great. Don't worry, we're bringing it back. Hashtag protect Cameron. Let, yeah. the, let the boy sleep. Yeah. Let him rest. That brings us to the actual episode. And Yokai of the Week, it's back. It is back. We are raring to go on the letter O for Oh My Yokai. <laughs> <laughs> Should probably just change the segment to Oh My Yokai. I like that one. Uh, yeah, we, well, we, we, you know what? Once we, once we completely and utterly exhaust uh, uh, every Wikipedia entry, we might as well... Uh, turned it into a new segment called Oh My Yokai. <laughs> so where we make up Yokai, or the one where we just start watching, like, Gekage no Kitaro, or Yokai Watch, or something. I, uh, I, I, I'm we'll thinking do whatever. Maybe, we'll maybe, do whatever yeah, we want. Maybe we just start, maybe <laughs> we just, just start grabbing Yokai from games, which means that we just talk about Neo for the next two years. And Neo it's, too. It is a thing. I'm... It's not a gaming podcast, but I'm very stoked for Neo 2 and its plethora of yokai wonderland. Very stoked. It's going to be great. So excited. You're only pause a, only the a, game. Yeah. Only a and, few and pull months out left. one of your tomes and say, that's what you are. Yes. Season, season three of MDM back to, back to, uh, back to the beginning. Back to Neo coverage. Who knows? Anyway, uh, let is let us kick this off. If you would say the words, Leonard, uh, Dave, roll them. Twenty. There's a line. Uh, that would be the unreal. Oh, yes, we're covering O this week. By the way, I don't know if we actually mentioned what letter we were on. I think we did because it turned into O my yokai. Um, That's right. <clears throat> these things happen. So, Unreal, yes. What uh, this is the generic, the generic version of things we've discussed in the past, but that is okay. Um, I will read the beginning bit. Uh. And Onryo is is a vengeful spirit or wrathful spirit, and yes. also a wrestler. So also, uh, yeah, apparently also a wrestler because there's a link to that. Uh, in, <laughs> in, in in Japanese traditional beliefs and literature, Onryo 
literally vengeful spirit, sometimes rendered wrathful spirit, refers to a ghost, a yure, believed to be capable of causing harm in the world of the living, injuring or killing enemies, or even causing natural disasters to exact vengeance, to redress the wrongs it received while alive, then taking their spirits from their dying bodies. The term overlaps somewhat with goryo, except that in the cult of goryo, the acting agent need not necessarily be a wrathful spirit, so that's honored spirit, honorable spirit. Something to that um, extent. Go ahead and read. Uh, well, yes, origin. Okay. Uh, well, while the origin of the Onryo is unclear, belief in their existence can be traced back to the 8th century and was based on the idea that powerful and enraged souls of the dead could influence or harm the living. The earliest Onryo cult. Unreal cult. Oh, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, that developed was around uh, Prince Nagaya, Nagaya, who died in uh, 729. Uh, and the first, uh, the first record of possession by the Unreal spirit affecting health is found in the chronicle uh, Shoku uh, Nihongi. Uh, 797, which states uh, that Fujiwara Hirotsugu? Hirotsugu. Uh, yeah, there we Wow. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that guy's soul harmed, uh, harmed uh, Ginbo to death. Uh, Hirotsugu. Uh, yes. <laughs> having died and failed uh, during an insurrection, uh, named the uh, Hirosugo Rebellion. After failing to remove his rival, uh, the priest Gimbo, uh, Ginbo, from power. He tried. He tried. It didn't matter. And then, and then he failed, and then he got, an, and then he got a, 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 another, another a shot at it that yeah. that's what he yeah but he, he succeeded as a vengeful ghost <laughs> yeah did defend his, his enemy the arch his arch enemy the priest, I, gamble i i, mm, I get to i get another shot because i'm so angry that you i lost the first time and that i got killed yes shadows die twice 729 fair, fair enough <laughs> I'll read the next segment. Traditionally, okay. no, this is vengeance. Traditionally in Japan, Onryo, d- driven by vengeance, were thought capable of causing not only their enemies' death, as in the case of Hirotsugu's venge- vengeful spirit held responsible for killing the priest Genbo, but causing natural disasters such as earthquakes, fires, storms, drought, famine, and pestilence. As in the case of Prince Sawara's spirit embittered against his brother, the Emperor Kanmu, in common parlance, such vengeance exacted by spiritual beings, supernatural beings, or forces is termed tatari. The Emperor Kanmu... Uh, slide over this. Okay, that's the 50th Emperor of Japan, um, <laughs> who reigned from 781 to 806. Had accused his brother Saura, possibly falsely, of plotting to remove him as rival to the throne, and the latter, so Prince... Or no, Saura, Saura, um, was exiled... Um, and died by fasting. The reason that the emperor moved the capital to Nagoya-kyo, hence 
thence to Kyoto, was an attempt to avoid the wrath of his brother's spirit. We're just going to up and move because I'm spooked. Um, yep. According to a number of scholars, uh, that was according to a number of scholars. Um, this is not. This did not succeed entirely in entirety. The emperor tried to lift the curse by appeasing his brother's ghost by performing Buddhist rites to pay respect and granting Princess Aura the posthumous title of emperor. A well-known example of appeasement of the Onryo spirit is the case of Sugawara no Michizane, who had been politically disgraced and died in exile. Uh, it was believed to be the cause of death of his calumniators. I don't know what that word is. Um, in quick succession, as well as catastrophes, um, particularly lightning damage. He took lightning damage. And the court tried to appease the wrathful spirit by restoring Michizane's old rank and position. Uh, so I uh, guess so. It's, it's the people that exiled him. Yes. <clears throat> okay. It's just uh, that's a weird. Word. Okay. Michizane became de- deified in the cult of Tenjin, where Tenmagu with Tenmangu shrines erected around him. Hmm. Go ahead and read the examples section. Sure. Possibly, possibly, uh, the uh, <laughs> the most famous Onryo is Owat, o- Owata? Oiwa. Oiwa, uh, from the uh, Yotsuya Kaden. Uh, in this story, uh, the husband remains unharmed. However, he is the target of the Unreal's vision, uh, vengeance. Uh, uh, o- o- Oiwa? Yes. Uh, Oiwa's vengeance on him isn't physical retribution, but rather psychological torment. Uh, in, the, in this tale from the medieval co- collection, um, wow. Just skip the a gentleman abandoned his wife. Uh, a gent- uh, an abandoned wife is found dead uh, with a full head of hair intact and bones still attached. Uh, the husband, fearing retribution from her spirit, acts a diviner uh, for aid. The husband must endure while grabbing her hair and riding astride her corpse. Uh, she complains of the heavy load and leaves the house to go looking, presumably for the husband. But after a day, she gives up and returns, after which the diviner is able to complete her exorcism with an incantation. Hmm. Uh... In in another tale uh, from the Izumo uh, Zumo area, uh, a samurai a samurai vows to kill. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> a samurai. I'm I'm wow. A samurai vows to his dying wife never to remarry. <laughs> he soon breaks the promise, and the ghost comes to first warn, then <laughs> murder the young bride. Ripping her head off. 
Uh, the watchman who had been put to sleep chased down the apparition and with a slash of the sword while reciting Buddhist prayer, destroy it. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. In, in popular media, well, we'll just read the first one because it's probably the most relevant. Uh, the Onryo mm-hmm. is a staple of the J-horror genre, most notable being Sadako Yamamura and Kayoko Saeki from the Ring and Juan, respect- er, Juan franchises respectively. The characters in these works are most exclusively women who were wronged in life, returning as Onryo to wake, wreak havoc on the living and ultimately be reborn. These are fairly familiar tales and we'll perhaps cover bits of them in the future, because they've become relevant once again with a new grudge film coming out. Yep. Although it's a Western remake or a continuation yep. continuation of the Western films. Wait, is it? One. I think so. Because I, I think I think complete. I think it's rebooting part of it though, or it's, okay. it's it's starting somewhere in the middle. We'll find out. When we watch it, <laughs> one um, way or another, we'll know. One way or the other. Uh, physical appearance. Go ahead. Read that. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's it's short. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 traditionally, Onryo and other ghosts have no particular appearance. However, with the rising popularity of Kabuki during the Edo period, a specific costume was developed. Um, highly visual in nature, and with a single actor awful, often assuming various roles within the play, Kubo- uh, Kubaki... Kabuki developed a system of visual shorthand that allowed the audience to instantly clue in into at in as to which character on stage uh, is on stage, as well as to emphasize the emotion and expression of the actor. Um, the ghost costume consisted of three main elements: uh, white burial Komodo. Uh, wild, unkempt, long black hair, uh, face makeup consisting of white foundation, coupled with face paintings of blue shadows, um, indigo fringe, much like villains are depicted in kabuki makeup artistry. Interesting, and that's that's what became the popular culture moving forward in um, film. Yep. and other video game depictions. So, so yep. blame Kabuki for your long, bl- long-haired ghosts, ghost ladies from Japan. It's all Kabuki's fault. Kabuki done did it. Uh, all right, I found an entry in the Night Parade of One Hundred Demons. I will, will read this. Onryo, translation: Grudge Spirit, Vengeful Ghost, Habitat found all throughout japan diet none survives solely on its wrath excellent appearance the most dreaded type of yure is the onryo they are the ghosts of people who died with such strong passions jealousy rage or hatred that their soul is unable to pass on instead they transform their powerful wrathful spirits into seek you know who seek vengeance on everything they they transform into 
powerful wrathful spirits who seek vengeance on everything they encounter. Often they were victims of war, catastrophe, betrayal, murder, or suicide, and they display wounds or marks indicative of the way they died. Hmm. Interactions. Their motive is always the same. Vengeance. Onryo are easily powerful enough to kill anyone. However, they prefer letting the object of their hatred live a long life of torment and suffering, watching loved ones die in their stead. Onryo inflict a terrible curse on the people or places they haunt. This curse can be transmitted to others like a contagious disease, creating a circle of death and destruction far more devastating than any ordinary ghost. Onryo make no distinctions in their targets, they just want to destroy. Moreover, an Onryo's vengeance can never be satisfied. While most yurei only haunt a person or place until they are exercised or placated, an Onryo's horrible grudge curse continues to infect a location long after the ghost itself has been laid to rest. Occasionally, an Onryo's curse is born not out of hatred and retribution, but from an intense, passionate love that perverts into jealousy. These Onryo haunt their former lovers, extracting their wrath on new romances, second marriages, new children, and eventually up to end up destroying the lives of the ones they loved so much in life. Whatever the origin, an Onryo's undiscriminating wrath makes it one of the most feared supernatural entities in all Japan. Legends Unquestionably, the most well-known Onryo, and one whose grudge curse exists to this very day, is the ghost of Oyoa a young woman who was brutally disfigured and then murdered by her wicked and greedy husband in an elaborate plot. Her story is told in the Yotsuya Kaidan, or the ghost story of Yotsuya. Yotsuya Kaidan has been retold many times in books, ukiyo-e, kabuki, and film. Like Shakespeare's Macbeth, legend has it that the curse accompanies her story, and that those who retell it suffer injuries and even death. To this day, Producers, actors, and their crew continued to visit the grave of Oiwa in Tokyo before productions or adaptations of Yotsuya Kaidan, praying for her soul and asking for her blessing to tell her story once again. Interesting. That's depressing. <laughs> no. It's wonderful. What a wonderful story. <laughs> Not depressing at all. So that, dear listener, is the information we have discovered regarding Onryo. Yes. And then we'll watch some movies and tell you about it more specifically later. Yep. Later on. It'll be back. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> will always be. Back with the vengeance. Yeah, there will always be Japanese ghost movies for us to watch on, on this show. Well, <laughs> There will be. There's so many, we can't cover them all, unfortunately. Yeah, we literally can't watch them all. There are too many. J Japan is too haunted for us to cover. Mm -hmm. Too powerful. All right. Time for some kind of resistance. The age of resistance. Uh, uh, an, an age thereof of resistance. Of fire and puppetry. The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. We'll be covering episode eight and nine. Yes. Today. Episode and as, eight. Uh, yes. The prophets, they don't know everything. Nope. There's many, many levels, many lyrics to the Song of Thra. And not even Mother Agra can see them all. And know where they go. 
Yes. This is uh these two episodes are where the series where it clearly a lot of uh, a lot of the 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 season budget went into <laughs> into uh these episodes not saying that any of the other episodes are are cheap looking but there are a lot of uh highly extravagant effects going on throughout episode 8 and 9 and really um even uh uh even with with a little break uh one could uh be forgiven for uh compi- co- connect turning these two episodes into just one long episode as it should be as it yes. should be we we've, we've stumbled upon the proper breaking down of these in in succession um, in spite of our desire to have covered three of them per episode, would have been too much. Yes. Too much. Two is just enough. So, prophets don't know everything. Um, this one brings a lot... Uh, it Both of these episodes, really, mm-hmm. and, and particularly number nine, um, cement what the show is about, uh, mm-hmm. while also showcasing, as you mentioned, not only the special effects, but like all of the puppets, like all the yep. cast members are together in several scenes. Um, we're getting like the most Skeksis action that ever happens because they're all there. Uh, yep. S- s- sort of. There's mention of probably f- five or six other Skeksis that we don't see at this point. Um, but with number, with number episode eight, uh, this, we, we left off with, um, Rian and Deet, uh, having to go search for the dual glaive in the caves yes. of Grot. And, um, we also have, uh, Skekmal, having successfully, um, captured, uh, Brea. Yes. Princess and absconded with her, um, back to the crystal castle. After uh, being severely injured, in yeah, the he got pincushioned. Yep, he got pincushioned. The hunter has become the hunted. Uh, um, Solidon went uh, through her industrial rock phase, uh, in in to uh to align herself with her lords. Um, yes, that, the alignment that did not go according to her plan nope Did not and also um uh the the entire raising of stone in the wood by the uh arathium uh, yes that has there. that has come to fruition uh the stone in the wood um gelflings are all imprisoned within the bowels of the crystal castle Yes, and, and the ascendancy have converged um, now upon the caves of Grot. Yes, and so we have Rian and Deet. Um, they're using probably one of my favorite uh, traversal methods, uh, the the breath of Thra. So, so there's vents, thermal vents from the planet's core. That yes. Uh, Like Basically, have a subway tunnel. Of, yeah, underground trade winds. I don't know what you. Yeah, 
basically. Uh, and this is how they get from the faraway is it the, the crystal desert. <laughs> no, I forgot. Yeah, what it's called. The, I think yeah, it's just the, crystal the desert. And the the temple of the suns. I yeah, the believe three, that's yeah, where the, the temple of the three suns, something like yes. that. Yes. Um, so the 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 caverns stretch all underneath Thraw, and uh, they they're able to ride these these thermal winds and um, get to the caves of Grot. Yes. Courtesy of Deet Express, because she's got some wings and Rian has none. Right. And she and she joyfully tells him, or not joyfully, gleefully tells him that uh, if she says, what, did, "What if you don't have wings?" and she's like, "You'll just die." Right. <laughs> after after uh, informing him of a number of uh, Groton insults for oh yes, that was, <laughs> that was really good. Uh, Sunbrain, I think. Yes. Moonchild. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 tunnel screamer, I think, was one of them. Yeah, uh, it's like daylight something. They're all very insulting. It's it's yes. really good, and uh, she inform kindly informs him that he'll hear a lot more once he meets her family. Yes. Yeah, uh, and meanwhile, uh, Agra is is at Stone in the Wood. Uh, surveying all of the uh, unpleasantness when, uh, surprise, surprise, Celadon uh, arrives and 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 talks a lot of mess at her. <laughs> she th- threatens her with her paladins, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do that." Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe maybe a bad idea. Back off, uh, Almadra. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, I. It's it's. So I think it's really interesting when when fantasy or any fiction has a deific figure that's standing right in front of a main character and the main character's response is, I don't believe you, God entity. <laughs> and I'm just like, but wait, you you acknowledge the creation mythos of, of your world, but you don't think that the, the, the creation entity is is right? Didn't she give the, the Skeksis the charge to protect them? Uh, it's my favorite. I love it so much. I love when when the, a character is like, I don't believe you, God. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Celadon uh, tells Agra that she's going to uh, negotiate a new uh, a new age of peace between the Skeksis and Gelflings, uh, and then uh, shoulder checks her because you know she's she's the bad guy now, uh, <laughs> uh, which allows Agra to uh, uh, pop out one of her. Uh, her her only truly good seeing <laughs> eye and drop it she, in her purse. She only has the one eye left. Where her she's her third yeah. eye, but that I well, I always forget about the third one. But I'm like, oh, that's like that metaphysical, like actual third eye. You can't actually see how that's. She I can guess you're see with it, now. but o- only into the um, the dream, the dreaming. Yeah, like can't actually see physical things with it. I don't think. Uh oh yes, and she uh she uh 
she also charges the little the threader. There we go. The little threader, uh, the awful uh, mind parasite <laughs> Arathians uh, that she saved in the previous episode with um, keeping an eye on her eye. Yes, it's it's the carrier of the eye uh, in order to more efficiently do its job because the eye itself can't move around on its own. Yeah, it just it just it swivels. just looks. It just Peter swivels, swivels through the convenient purse window that Celadon's <laughs> bag has. Yeah. It's like a it's like a perfect uh, little window, eye sized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfectly sa- shaped and sized, and very obvious that there is an eyeball staring out. You know, maybe maybe Celadon's guards thought that she started collecting eyes because she's so ruthless now well it just matches her garb i mean yeah she's she's yeah. rocking a mock skexies costume yes it's um, good it's good good stuff yes uh <laughs> meanwhile there's gonna be a lot of meanwhile two episodes because there's a lot going in a lot of different locations yeah, there's but, a lot of uh, there's a lot of jump cuts. Um, yeah, uh, uh, the uh, the Chamberlain, uh, not content to being <laughs> to remain out of the loop, uh, starts scheming again with the uh, Grunox. Yes, the Grunox, the little servitors that have, have their mouths sewn shut. Yes, um, and they just they help out in um, the science lab. Yeah. Helped, re- helped repair and improve the the machines. And they, Wasn't, they, they polish everything. It's great. They're like yeah, the, they, the, yeah, polishing it. Um, uh, and and the Chamberlain says, "Hey, you, you j- just replaced the general's essence with with something else," and they're like, "Oh." They don't speak, obviously, but there, there, there's clear trepidation. He's like, "I no, I'm not asking you to poison him. Not I would never do something so lewd as to suggest poison. I just want poison? you to replace it. Yeah, I just Weakening. want you to replace it. <laughs> just replace it with some water, some glow milk from from some animal." Um. And 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 we'll be good. I'll I'll help you uh, achieve your freedom. Which once again, the Grunox, they seem like they're fairly intelligent. They helped rebuild the machine and make it even more efficient at at juicing gelflings. And they they've seen the Skeksis. They're evil and <laughs> they've liars. Been, they've been forced to work here with their mouths on shut. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're clearly evil liars who. who they, yeah. Who, uh, but I guess that that dangling hook of freedom was was too freedom sweet. So, when it's yeah. convenient. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so they they do in fact uh, go along with that plan. Um, we get the we get a lot of Mark Hamill, uh, Hamilling it up. Uh, uh, when when juicing uh, uh, a fresh batch of gelflings, 
um, including including a traitor Gelfling that's like, but I helped you. I, I told you about the rebellion. Why would you do this to me? Because they're evil, dude. It's because you're delicious. Um, but yeah, uh, Celadon arrives and tries to to negotiate a, a deal with the Emperor and the Rex, rest of the Skeksis. <laughs> Um, that is uh, is is comical in in how quickly she how quickly and thoroughly she is shot down at every every uh, moment. No. No. no, 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 no. Yep. Mm, she even no. <laughs> yep. Even even tries to secure the deal originally offered to her mother. Uh, <laughs> fully in the knowledge that she's like sacrificing she's like well i'll send oh, yeah. you i'll send you seven um gelflings per period from each of the tribes and you can juice them like fully yep. knowing that they're going to be juiced she's like well then the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and right. it's a it's a worthwhile sacrifice but uh she's perfectly willing and able to hand select um who gets to die Yes, as we find out. Um uh and 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 the uh Skeksis are having none of it, none of it. They uh completely destroy her her um her ensemble. Her, her, her yes, her ensemble. Mm. Uh and uh in 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 doing so free uh Mother Aldra's eye, Aldra's eye uh which is immediately caught by our our lovely baby little threader. Ar- <laughs> arachnid flower threader and uh and and then transported around the rest of the castle to uh spy even more efficiently on the Skeksis. Um is this when is it do we cut back to uh Rian and and Deet at this point? Uh, we do now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so they've arrived at the caves of Grot and yes. found um, something is terribly amiss. There's hardly a sign of any of the um, Grottens. Okay, the Grotling was what I was going to say. Grottens. Uh, and we do find that they're there. And so mm-hmm. are the Arathium. Yes. Um, surprise, they're under attack because if you'll recall from the previous imp- episode, the Emperor promised the Arathins uh, their uh, ancient homeland if they aided the Skeksis in this uh, age of rebellion. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, they are in fact clearing house of 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 Gelflings, um, uh, Rian and Deets. This this section is is very much like a a a, a, a very like two horror movies like slapped together because you've got this entire horrible spider attack sequence coupled with uh awful mind parasites uh 
But uh, Rian and Deet arrive at Deet's home. It is completely trashed. Uh, uh, while searching for her family members, uh, they uh, encounter her little brother, Bobbin, who is super, uh, uh, super possessed and also incredibly creepy. Um, <laughs> we have, um, here is Cameron notes because we have Cameron notes. Yes. Uh, he says, seriously, just an entire horror movie centered around Deet's possessed little brother as the monster would be terrifying. Uh, yes, it would be, it would be quite terrifying <laughs> as a matter of fact. Uh, it seems. Oh, does he have any 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 other notes? Yes. Uh, he also loves the air at them now, and <laughs> they're still super creepy. And then, well, this note skips back, I suppose, into what the Skeksis have been up to. So the Skeksis have finally given up all pretense of being good. Are they high on essence, or is it just too hard after a thousand trying? They're just super high on being immortal. It, yes. The, the juice which, is too good. Which gets talked... Immortality gets talked about a lot in these two episodes. Um, But back to, to Deet and her possessed brother, uh, uh, Bobbin, uh, uh, Bobbin and the uh, Threader, uh, Bob Threader, I, as I will call them, uh, right now, uh, uh, summon more, more Arathen to attack. Uh, the their Deet and Rian are in a, a tiny enclosed house, and right before the Arathen is is going to attack, we it's 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 eaten by a, a Nurlock, a a darkened Nurlock, because all of the Nurlocks have become darkened. Um, and they will recall hungry. Yes, it's for spiders. Like, for spiders, these worms it's, it's are kind of for like spiders. <laughs> it's kind of like tremors. Yeah, because they just pop out of a hole and get you. Even if you're yeah. a, a very spooky spider. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it all goes south. Uh, immediately goes south. Uh, even farther when uh, when the the Nurlocks start eating the Arathans, uh, 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 Rian and Deet make an escape. So does Bobbin, uh, and it is uh, a thrilling sequence, a thrilling and very expensive looking sequence, uh, where we are shifting between a a, a, a CG Nurlock and a. Uh, clearly uh puppeted nurlock they are both great um but yeah things things go really bad and and deet and rian have to beat a hasty retreat um while deet desperately continues to look for her family or yes. anyone yeah. from the caves and in the, in the process they they inadvertently well it's on purpose on, on deeds end but then uh, they they save her brother her brother yes. her bro threader um from the Nurlock, and that becomes a, a bit of a plot point um as they as we switch horror movie horror movie genres and move into yes uh, even worse um the tunnel crawl 
um, claustrophobic spooky tunnels. Might as well be in a in an air vent. That's what this reminded me of. Ah, uh, yes, crawling yes. crawling through the vents um, as Deet and Vian attempt to escape and get a little bit lost. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, trouble between them because Rian's saying that Deet mentioned she knew all of the tunnels and in this particular one she does not know where they're at. Um, yep. Made, made all the worse by something's chasing them. And then we get the, instead of rats in the tunnel, it is the Threaders, which is arguably way more frightening than a rat being in the tunnel. Yes. And... Uh... And Rian, Rian is, he gets ascendancied. Yes. And almost ascendancy deep, deep before, uh, uh, before Bob Threader, uh, 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 intervenes. Appears. <laughs> yes. And, and clickety clack clicks his way, uh, into, into releasing, uh, Rian and leaving Deet alone and leading them out of the tunnel. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, at the, uh, uh, we, we mentioned, uh, forgot to mention this earlier, but the general, uh, has not been getting his Gelfling juice as he, and not getting that Gelfling juice boost, uh, because he, uh, he accosts the scientist and demands to know why it's not working. The scientist tells him, well, clearly it works for all of us. So if it's not working for you, that's on you, buddy. The Chamberlain arrives because he loves soaking up the tea. And then, <laughs> and then, um, uh, the hunter arrives, um, pin cushioned and, and, and carrying a cage. And everyone then becomes incredibly interested in that, um, mainly because the hunter's dying. He's, and, he's and just her, only mostly dead. He he's he's significantly more mostly dead, um, barely hanging on. Um, the emperor, none too pretty pleased, uh, demands that all the gelflings be juiced. Uh, and bathe him in their essence if if they must. The Gelflings cannot know that the uh, Skeksis can die because they are immortal. They cannot die. Exactly. And the juice boost is not enough. It's not enough to maintain um, Skekmala's condition. Uh, he's deteriorating ever so quickly. Yeah, we have this yes. great, this great uh, um, I don't know. It's not, it's not an autopsy scene. Um, it's the scientist just trying to determine the extent of the injuries. Yes, and um, basically just Mark Hamill chewing up the scenery again uh, mm. with, this, with this ridiculous, ridiculously great um, deliveries, and uh, we find that it's it's pretty much a lost cause at this point uh, given that the just gelfling in essence is not enough yes they need something more more potent yes um there's a uh they discover uh brea 
uh, and and throw her in uh, the cage uh, across from uh, Celadon. Uh, there is a really great um, uh, exchange between Celadon and Brea, where Celadon uh, expounds on how the world was simple and everything worked, and if it wasn't for Brea and her flighty friends, everything would just be fine. Um, it's a really good moment of uh, of I'm I I'm still trying to process what's going on, but I'm still angry at you and blame you for the cause of this disaster, which is clearly not your fault. Um, I always forget the the third sister's name, Tavra. There we go. Uh, and then and then. Uh, uh, t- uh, Threader Tavra shows up, and 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 the uh, and Brea and and um, Celadon. I think that's what starts to fix that rift between them. Seeing their their sister. Um, uh, oh, right. This is also the second part of the super creepy horror movie part where where they uh the ascendancy begins talking to uh to them as as Tavra and then just has all of the other possessed gelflings in the cage then immediately chime in creating a really uncomfortable <laughs> like legitimately horrifying sequence yes and it would be, it would be doubly so for um the sisters getting yes this information told to them from behind themselves because they're kind of hanging on to the front of the cages and they're there they think you know um comfortably surrounded by their gelfling allies and it turns out no they're just in they're the only like two sentient things that are i guess um still in you know in control of their own faculties right in in this in this prison so it's doubly spooky so technically i did say earlier that um the skexies were trying everything to fix skekmal they were and then this is the point where um the uh uh ascendancy tavra um gathers that just has them all brought in to be juiced yeah everyone everyone's getting juiced uh Cause, cause you Cause will they need, bathe. They the... need that bath water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yep. Uh, uh, me back in back in the caves of Groton. Uh, 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 Bobbin having shown uh, Rian and Deet the the way out of the the single cave that Deet didn't know. Um, are brought into uh something of an antechamber. Uh. Uh, where her fathers and the Groton Almaldra uh, await and speak to them as the ascendancy, uh, and 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 they have a little they have a little powwow where they discuss that uh, that the Skeksis tricked them, uh, and that Deep, being the kind, wonderful soul that she is, will will help them escape. Uh, so that the Nurlock, the darkened Nurlocks, will not uh, murder, 
Merker, uh, the Rathians, uh, and as a result, the uh, Gelflings and Arathians form a a uh, a coalition against the Skeksis. Um, but not before we get another um, wonderful uh, Arathium ascend uh, ascendancy uh, spider face sequence. Yes, it, um, it's so good be- because there's always like the two voices that come in like way after everything else. Like, oh they're, yeah, they're yeah. a little off, <laughs> and it's yeah it's, the light one. The, the, yeah, <laughs> and I don't think they they say the same thing, but it's it's so behind like they're just a little slow and it's it's yeah. cute yes um so yes they uh they uh, uh that that is going that's going through that that information's being processed through the hive mind uh but in the meantime um uh deep rian and 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 her now depossessed family Head towards the, the yes, the sanctuary tree, because clearly, it's, well, that, that's the stay. way up. Yes, like, climbing the sanctuary tree is only a way out of there without having to go through <laughs> Nurlock nests. Yes, which has and they seemingly have blocked off all of all uh, cave exits out of the caves of Groton. Uh do you wanna? Do you wanna? Uh, do you? Is there anything about the sequence other than the wonderful laggy third and fourth voice that you uh, you mm. wanna talk about, Dave? No, I think I think we covered what happened. So basically, they come to an agreement that um, the Skeksis are screwing over the um, Arathium, and yes. the Arathium don't really care for that. Uh, they're also hesitant to fight directly against the Skeksis because they lost the Arathim War um, previously. Yes. But that, that's kind of how uh, Deet and Rion convinced them is that if like, you lost and we lost against the Skeksis, but right. we're stronger together, so we have a chance if there's all of us fighting. And that's the Arathim joining the Resistance officially. And uh, yes. both, both um, the whole reason why uh, Rihanna and Dieter here is to to search for the um, the dual glaive, um, and so it falls to them to kind of they escort everyone up the tree, and then they're going to stay behind to go look for the dual glaive. Yes, and that does not turn out uh, so well. No. Um... Uh, 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 Deet gets a, a level up, another level up, thanks to the sanctuary tree. Uh, this level up uh, seems uh, significantly less uh, uh, ultimately pleasant than the last one. Uh, we get a lot of hey, if 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 everything if if you like it, here's what you can expect from season two flashes. Uh, which yeah, which so, the, I, so this part. It does the future vision, and yes, it's very quick. So yes, my parsing of it initially was that it's showing um, the fifty years later Dark Crystal events. Really, 
but I, I but I don't think that that's, that's that's not I don't think that that was the in fact the case because ah, okay there, there's bits of it that didn't jive with that it just showed um, I'm guessing it was Rian but it felt like it was our protagonist from the first film putting back the piece of the dark crystal that had fallen off yes so uh, it was, a, it was a little vague because it, it's so quick. Yes, uh, there was a a uh, a a heavily uh, a heavily wrapped woman that looked uh, vaguely like Brea, seemingly running through the forest carrying a baby. Um, once again, uh, you can only see her face, uh, which is why uh, it, we I was unable to determine who it was. And finally, uh, and 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 most disturbing. Uh, Deet sitting in the throne room of the Crystal Castle with uh, glowing purple eyes and devious smile. Um, oh, and but, like the black lines of darkening, yes, eroding her face. It was not a good, uh, right? It's a good look because it's effective, but um, it's not a good boating. It is foreboding. Yes. Um, and 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 the sanctuary tree passes on its power to Deet, and Deet discovers that she can uh, purge creatures of the darkening by she's absorbing it, it into her. <laughs> she's so, right, by pulling she's it directly, into yeah, taking it yep. from them. Yep. So so nothing um, good can come from that. <laughs> Yep. And, I, and 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 that part of the vision is instant, basically instantly set into motion. Um, but yes, she she uh, she uh, she purges the the Nurlock, uh, and and then gets a little 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 woozy and and has to be carried out by Rianne. Uh, and I think that's where the episode ends. Is there anything that we uh, no missed? that that is that is the end I believe of um yes that that's the end of that part <laughs> I did they they it's reads as one arc like yeah so it's difficult to split them apart so episode nine the crystal calls. This one uh, kicks off um, after Rihanna and Deet have returned to the surface. Um, they, they discover all of the Arathim, <coughs> pardon me, and the Grotten um, have made it out safely. Uh, the Arathim had previously removed the threaders from the Grotten, so everyone's back in their right mind. And uh, Rian, uh, because Deet is in the condition she's in, he's like, I'll just go back down by myself to go get the dual glaive, even though I don't know any of the tunnels or where it could possibly be. And he's cut off uh, abruptly by uh, Madra Argut, who yes. is is in my probably one of my favorite sequences from most of the series. Um, 
She says, no, no, the the, 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 the glaive? You mean this one? <laughs> she starts yes. bashing her stick like against a rock to knock all the wood off. And she's been holding on to the dual glaive the entire time. Yeah, I've been using it as a walking stick for years. Here you go. She's like, I'll miss my stick. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, I mean, well, if you want to look at the. If you want to look at the bright side, Argot, uh, you've got the sanctuary tree that's got plenty of sticks now. It's just basically sticks now. Because we yes, also it, forgot to it mention... Died. It died. Yeah, it died. <laughs> um, died super hard from the darkening, which it had predicted because at the very beginning it mentioned that it was barely managing to hold it back as is. Yes is why and, this adventure the, started off. And the Nurlocks were eating it, and it was horrible. Yeah. It, it was, was real bad. Horrifying. Yeah. They're just biting juicy chunks off the tree. It was, it was gross. Uh, but yes, so Madra Argot hands um, Rian the dual glaive, or more precisely, it's called a dual glaive because there's two bits of it, and this is just one half. And yep. he still needs to go retrieve the second half, which, as we find, uh, was um, quite, uh, I guess it's significant that his father, Ordon, um, had been the original, well, not original, but uh, the, the previous wielder of the dual glaive during the wars um, 20 years ago. I guess it was 20 years ago. Yes. And had uh, had done his due diligence as a stone-in-the-wood um Gelfling, and when the war was done, the swords are done, and they're put into the crucible. So we eventually we'll just. I think the easiest way is to continue on with each set of characters, just pull their story through the end, and then go to the next set rather than oh, right. bouncing back and forth. Um, they go to uh, Stone in the Wood to the crucible, and um, well, we we'll, we will jump a little bit uh, right after this, but uh, we get. Um, the bit that I was wondering about once they called this the glaive was originally um, my reference had been to the film Krull where right. uh, the prince has to get the glaive from a magma river yeah. sticking his hand into the old magma and Rian um, was quite happy for this has to stick his hand into the crucible which is it's ostensibly it's on fire and it is a forge yes you know he's it's full of swords which can't be that i mean it's probably hot but it can't be that hot because nothing's melted Not, nothing's yes at you know it's just red um, it almost feels completely and utterly symbolic even though every time that it's mentioned it's see it's it's spoken about as if it actually does its job of destroying the weapon used in the war but every yeah. time it's just a it's just a haystack of of red glowing swords in a cylinder yeah but he does have to stick his hand in there and he remark cuz even he thinks it's going to be hot yeah He's like, I'll just do it anyway. And he's, oh, you know what? It's not actually hot. And then he retrieves the glaive and they recombine it into what basically is just a, a two-handed sword. It's, yep, it's just a sword. Big and big sword. 
Um, the gap. Yeah. It looks basically like an energy sword from Halo. Just yep. more, a, sort of more feasible. <laughs> sort of. Fantasy, more feasible fantasy weapon. That'll be your book, Dave. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Um, that's, we'll leave that there because otherwise it, it finishes the episode. Um, <laughs> we will we will skip and jump back to the castle where <clears throat> Agra has since retrieved her eye. She's left Stone in the Wood and journeyed yes. to the castle to make her case because uh, she has determined the best course of action for her and for to not for to but to save the Gelflings that are chilling in the chairs, about to be juiced. Um, she offers herself up in exchange for the freedom of all the Gelflings in, that have been imprisoned because her essence is, she's the closest to Thra. So her right. essence has to be way more essence-y. Um, yeah. It's more, more distilled. Concentrate? More concentrated. Um, and would be sufficient to heal um, Skekmal. From his de- from his debilitating death experience, yeah, yeah his 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 case of the alm deads, um, <laughs> his pin cushioning. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, surprisingly, the emperor agrees um, to yeah, make this right. exchange, and not surprisingly, it's a totally backhanded agreement. Where yep, it's like I'll free, Surprise. I'll free, I'll free. The um, I'll free them, but yeah, um, secretly we'll kill them before they get out out to the um, exit. Make right, out, they won't make it out alive out of the crystal castle. I I said that I would let evil. you go, not le- let you leave safely. Yeah, I'll I'll let you go, but I didn't say I'd let you live. Um, right. Yeah, of course, as you do, and uh, we're treated to uh, another arguably fun scene because uh, Mother Agra is just having the time of her life she's in the spinny chair <laughs> yep oh yeah she's like oh it spins <laughs> and yep. uh then then i guess less fun because she is uh, starting to be drained by the crystal ultimately yes but 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 doesn't produce after a while uh immediately i she's should like, say it, it just tickles yep what is this uh uh, it's it's also really interesting because they they've they've altered the machine a little so that it is a direct transfusion uh, from Agra into Skekmong. Yeah, it's uh, more like a blood transfusion looking yes setup rather than rather than into the, the little distillery. Yeah, right. Yes, and uh, ultimately the the. Crystal does its work, and um, after they kick it up to eleven, because uh, it, it, they needed more power um, right. to to drain her fully, and she explodes into the particles of death. <laughs> the death particle, the, the essence the, particles. Yeah, the the particles that let you know that a character is dead because this is a children, ostensibly a children's TV show. So. 
we can't have her literally Raiders of the Lost Ark in front of us. They get pretty close. There's there's a yeah, lot going do. on here that they I do. don't think is child friendly, but um, you know, I think we addressed that before. Um, yes. So she is juicified, and Skekmal lives once again. No, he doesn't. It doesn't work. Nope. It does yep. not work, and they decide that the best course of action uh, to honor him because uh, the the. It's not a record keeper. Um, the, rit- the ritualist, ritual master, ritual master. Uh, he's summoned uh, by the emperor to 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 do last rites, and then he. Yep. This is a good. This is a good uh, expositionary moment because the ritual master tells them, "We we don't have the rituals for that. Like we don't have anything set up because we are effectively immortal." Uh, None of us have died, with the exception of in the beginning, uh, when this the splitting happened. Um, one of the Skeksis had had died. Yes, and we didn't know what to do at that point, so we didn't make up a ritual um, to transfer our souls um, into into the beyond. And this ties yes. into what Mother Agra, her conversation, and her. Um, sort of her leverage, her bargaining chip that he's, she's put forth to convince the Emperor to to use her instead of the Gelflings was that all of the, the Gelflings, all of the creatures, the Arathim, everything else is, is from Thra. Right. The, um, the Elders? I don't know. Why. Mystics. The Mystics and the Skeksis are not. They are from another dimension. From mm-hmm. out in the universe. Um, as such, they, she nor they knows what happens when they die. Now, right. All of the other creatures of Thra, they will return to Thra, except if they've been juiced and drank and they don't get, they don't get to go back to Thra. But, or burned. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or burned. You don't get to do that either. Um, so, because she, they, they don't know what's going to happen, um, her best guess is oblivion. You just, you're done. You're gone. Yep. If you die. Um, and you've been it's made worse because they're already they're, they're literally two halves of a whole um and because they're already split uh the the theories put forth by the heretic um is but it's two things they're either going to rejoin after death or more likely because they've already been their spirit has already been sundered they'll just be forced further apart and no hope of rejoining there's or right. even it's more like a hell instead if you if you just die. <clears throat> so that idea is abhorrent to the emperor. I mean, death as a whole is abhorrent to the emperor. But the fact that they would be like tortured for eternity um, should they die um, has has given him the impetus to accept um, Agra's deal. Yes, and because Skekmal. Um, the the transfusion was not a success. He does die, as does the mystic he's connected to. Um, they decide that the best course of action is to fully honor him, and uh, they don't. They should have <laughs> taken it a step further and, like you know, embalmed him or something, because their plan just seems more horrific. They um, they put him up uh, as a secondary emperor. Uh, his corpse will rule um, from a 
puppet throne. Yep. They basically string him up. They string him up in uh, full regalia with his trophies on him and his fixed mask and his um his desiccated corpse will uh reign over eternity from the the side of the emperor's throne. Um and I mean I think it would just rot. They didn't they didn't do any kind of, you know, uh, preserving methods to him aside from putting a bunch of makeup on him. Right. Yep. Corpse puppet. That's what you get. Corpse you get puppet. Corpse <laughs> puppet. I'm sure that's somebody's band out there. Um of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh yep. That's 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 gross and and also just kind of highlights like how weirdly infantile the 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 skexies are uh i we cannot conceive of the concept we we conceive we can conceive of the concept of death we do not believe that it should apply to us we uh have seen death we will rail against it by creating a a a, a marionette of a corpse too and that will be us fighting death um it's really it's really a fun little psych insight into how ill prepared for the actual ramifications of death the skexies seem yeah and it's a little i if i recall correctly from the film uh, when they die, I don't remember what happens to the Skeksis, but I know the Mystics just Yoda out. Like, they just turn to... Yeah, don't they, they, dis- they just disappear. And their, yeah. clo- their clothes are left behind. Yep. That did not seem to be the case here. No. So that's a little... Well, we know why. <laughs> we know why that that's not the case, actually. Um, because since we're going to have to wrap this up anyway with the next little bit... Um, uh, we get the old horror trope of uh, the the camera closing in on Skekmal's um, puppified puppet form, and uh, yeah. Yeah, we get a little finger twitch. So he did not, yeah. in fact, die. Yes. Hence why he didn't disappear. That makes a little more sense. Um, but something I think only uh, had you watched the first film or the other media would like occur. Right. I mean, it, it, they 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 trope this up anyway. I think you could call it uh, when they show the body hanging on a thing that just seems like it's gonna move, and yeah, it does. Um, yep. But yes, so that that is the long and short of um, most of the. You know what? Uh, strike that. Uh, we have to diverge a little bit, slightly back, um, uh, and the condition of the prisoners. The, yes. The, 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 the now the es- escapees. Yes. The escapees escaping from the uh, castle of the crystal. Yes. Uh, uh, where Tavra is 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 not fully Tavra herself. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, she her exposure to uh, the threader. Uh, there is a time limit. <laughs> <laughs> that and in which separation can occur, um, which is horrifying. Uh, and she has been fettered uh, for too long, so she is uh, uh, Tavrinzency now. Uh, 
uh, yes. both <laughs> Tavra and the Ascendancy, who oh, informs, yes. and and she likes it because yeah, now she's isn't. never alone. <laughs> Sick burn on your family, Tavra. Yeah. <laughs> if only you guys had one of the face parasites, you'd be cool too. Yeah. Like, does it always have to be the face? You all, you all of you attached to the face. Can you? Can it be anywhere less descript? A little yeah. more nondescript so, than that. It's a little. Um... I guess it doesn't get into it as much as I would like, but there seems to be so there's the Arathim ascendancy, mm. and it's a hive mind. But I feel that there's still elements of individuality. I mean, there has to be between the threaders and the Arathim, and each individual threader has its own agenda. It's still con- it's still connected because we get that from um uh um. Mother Agra's little little buddy is right is different than their other threaders, and she didn't do anything to it other than like heal it, and that had nothing to do with its um. It, it, they have uh, an a, a modicum of independence, yes, of of self, I guess, a sense of self in, in aside from the the hive mind, and we we see the same thing um, also with um. Tavra's threader and with Bobbin's threader because if if Bobbin's threader the Bobbin threader was immediately um in sync with the hive mind mm-hmm. once oh, it right. had, once it had decided to to not capture them the other threaders would not have tried to capture them in the first place right so so there there's there's that sense of um individuality and ability to uh act on their own of their own cognizance um which calls into question when coupled with the information that tabra and the threader could not be separated Mm -hmm. uh something some situations can separate them they're not as connected as it seems yes is what we find out, I think. Um, so we have uh, the general, and I don't know her name. It's the, uh, the leaky, the leaky Skeksis. Yeah, gr- <laughs> the, gr- the one with the gross face. The one with yeah, the one with the <laughs> leaky with the leaky gross face is is my is boils. Yeah. Um. Yes, they 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 go down into the caves to hey, surprise murder some Gelflings, which once again seems really short sighted because you could then just juice those Gelflings. You can't later. juice them to bed, <laughs> right? You can't. Um, yeah. Well, the Skeksis aren't known for their rational thought because no, this, this entire plan true. of just juicing all of them at once is not a good thing. You don't juice your supply. Like they're trying to just completely get all that essence and forgetting that while well, if they're trying to be immortal, this is not gonna help them because they clearly decline if they're once they've um not gotten their fix. Mm-hmm. You know. Um so they're yes, they're not far sighted um very much 
they're they're living in the moment because they're yes. all about um self-satisfaction. Yes. Yeah. Um but yes, they they go to hunt down the Gelflings and we get um a few examples of uh Tavra's skill as the head of the I think she's head of the the guards. Yes. She's like the, the the paladin force. She's the top top tier um for the clan. And uh she holds her own against the giant general who is weakened because he's been drinking the glowy water and not the actual essence. So yep. that's probably where um the only reason that she's on par with Able. Him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh the the, the Arathim um at least Anne Arathim has joined the fight as well and uh, gives the good old uh, Dennis Nedry uh, treatment. Yep. Because our, our corpuscule-ridden um, Skeksis is spat in the face with acid, I guess. Poison? Well, it acid burns, I don't know. It's Goo? She's blinded Nebula. by light. Yeah. <laughs> ne- neb- nebulous fantasy creature goo is is that that burns is what she's hit with yeah um you don't you don't want it on you nope so that that um, kind of takes her out of the fight a little bit um and uh we get the old um one party member running ahead and the others aren't that far behind but then still show up five minutes later even though they were all going in the same direction uh, it's for the plot um during her showdown with the general um she has the upper hand and is about to run him through and who shows up but our good old buddy uh, the chamberlain and he totally um final fantasies her she's been sephiroth yep Right through the back. Stabbed with the yep. big sword. This totally should have just, like, killed her instantly because the sword's, like, the size of her body. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. We can't, we can't split them completely in half. That's not for kids. Well, not only that, but you gotta give you gotta give the family some closure. Yeah. Too. yeah. So we have to have time. To... Time for her right. to do one last dream fasting um, with her sisters. Yeah. To show them how to, to look upon them with her own eyes. Yes. You know, to bring the family back together. Um, of course. And, of course. Which, which once again starts to mend and the, uh, the yeah, gambling. The, the fractures of Celadon's heart. Um, yeah. Man, she's going to be so guilt ridden <laughs> once this wraps up. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Because she basically she, she, she killed her own mother. Yep, she, she and her sister and her sister. She she sanctioned her own mother's death and that of like quite a few other Gelflings because a bunch of the a bunch of them were juiced as you know a part of her setting yep. everyone to their death and was totally willing to do this again, mm-hmm. like, just perpetu in perpetuum, just keep sacrificing other Gelflings. Yes, it's not Celadon. a good look. It's not a good look, Celadon. Celadon gets the actual, like the the official canon bad end after this entire thing is 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 done, one way or another. Um, yes. 
but um, yeah, we get a, a bit of a sending off, uh, and the sisters agree to um, send her, send um, Tavra back to Thra um, yes. together, like, and and they've they've reconciled their differences enough at least for this moment. Yes, um, and and they are heading to hole in uh, a hole in the wood as as well. Stone in the wood, yeah. There we go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I said it, and I was like, that doesn't sound right, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's holes there. Um, but he, so here's the moment where we find, like, I initially, as Tavra, as her scene of her expiring happens, my thought was that the threader would wilt and die because they are connected. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. The threader just wanders off and my yeah. other my other thought and i have not seen the next episode and i don't know how it would play out but my other thought was the threader being permanently melded to her could feasibly have like through some weird gelfling dreaming thing because we have that here um carried right. her memory and then if it attached to someone else it could like have her Personality brought back. That's what I would do were I writing this. Right. And wanting to do a uh, sequel. I would just, someone else's and, you know, it just gets taken over by the the, the Tavra um, threader. You, uh, you it get, uh, it'd be great. That, it's like that, the symbiote. It's, you get the, yes. the brockening. I was going to say the, uh, the what, what's that character from uh, Deep Space Nine? The one that has the mm, Dax? Yes. Like that. Yes. That would be cool. <laughs> there you go. Fan fiction seed number one. <laughs> um, I guess so, that, yeah. that, that leaves us with the all important um, ending bit. Uh, we, we will cut back to um, Rian and Deet as they yes. have assembled the, the dual glaive and by doing so, turned all they lit all the, the they lit all the lamps in you know, across. The, I guess the bonfires have been connected across. Yeah, um, I all was. Of I, I was. I literally said, "Oh, so it's it's what if uh, in Dark Souls you could turn all bonfires into televisions?" Um, yes, which is exactly what this is. Um, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> it idea, is actually really good. The idea good. is great, and it's even better that the crystal itself, because that's kind of what's connecting them, um, is also broadcasting his message and his plan <laughs> to, directly to the Texas. Um Yes, so he's speaking into the crucible um, flames, and he finds out uh, it connects to all of the other, or any any other flame that the Gelflings have going yes. at the moment. Um, turn into a blue fire and um it's a it's a it's not a one way it's a multi-way like anyone talking gets transmitted um yeah his is just overriding because it's the big it's the big fire right but uh he he um, delivers his 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 uh speech his rousing speech to um uh 
entreating anyone part of the resistance or not to come to Stone in the Wood. And we will have our final stand, our final battle against the Skeksis. Don't worry, I have the super um, powerful weapon, the Dual Glaive. Uh, and uh, we're, we're just, we're going to fight it out. But please show up, guys. Because if you don't, it's just me and it's not going to go well. <laughs> yep. And then um, we get the uh, go ahead. Go, what does the emperor do? This part's good. Oh yeah, the, the yes, the emperor's the emperor's. I've had a. I'm co. I'm taking over this broadcast. Uh, when in which he appears in the crucible as blue flames and uh uh talks about how he will crush this nascent resistance. Um, he has he has such a good vocabulary for someone that like doesn't actually have very good plans. Yeah, he, yeah. The nascent rebellion. This is not happened. Like I mean, I guess it's happened before because the Arathem did try to fight, and there was some. Other, yeah, there there was some other. There's precedents for this, just right. not on this scale. Mm-hmm. Because we do, as uh, as we've mentioned, the the effects on this episode or these two episodes are very good. There's an excellent shot of the. Um, I think this was, the, in fact, the the scholar, the guy that keeps all the records uh, with mm. his many, many bifoculars. Um, yes. Needlessly using a telescope to look at the stuff because you can just, with your naked eye, like see all of the surrounding throng just like brimming with these blue blazing bonfires that shoot yeah, out of the sky. Yeah, and pillars of light. Uh, yeah. uh, eventually creating symbol that keeps off uh, 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 Brea's entire... Uh, plot line uh, 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 in the sky directly above the uh, the ca- uh, the castle of the crystal. Yes, That's the, the, the center of it is the the trine um, trefoil. Yes. Um, but the emperor says that we're going to co- work that we're going to uh, uh, we're going to show up at Stone in the Wood and that we're going to kill you and anybody who decides to help you uh, at to uh, establish reestablish the way of things because I am tired of playing with you, Gelfling. <laughs> like we're, because- we're super serious now. Yeah, yeah, we're very, I am very upset by this. Uh, To which Rian runs at the forge and stabs the dual clave into it, uh, making, making the, 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 the flame version of the emperor scream in pain and disappear while the, the actual emperor was like, oh, I guess that's how you just end phone calls on that through this, through the, through the crystal. Yeah, he's like, I've had enough. We're turn end transition. Yep. We're, we're coming for you. <laughs> and and what you ask, dear listener, um, is going to happen because the Skeksis have no army. The Arathem have yes. switched sides. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to take the bodies of the dead Arathem and, and make do something. The corpse soldiers. The Gar- Garthim? I think is what they're called. Yes. I want to say Gartham. It's basically the huge um, horseshoe crab looking beasties that are like triple the size of a uh, um, we do see them in um, one of the flashback or the the dreaming sequences. Yeah, it's the deep future vision. Yes, we see that they're 
going to happen. However, it it it's a little odd because the science, like the time span, is very weird in this show. Like you don't mm. get a sense of how much time has ever elapsed. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, the. The scientist is just now, he's been tasked to create something, make some kind of soldier out of these bodies and right. make them alive. I don't know how that's going to happen, but, you know, he has the power of the essence of the crystal, I guess. Um, but the emperor's like, I'm just coming tomorrow. He, he, he doesn't, uh, he didn't take into consideration, do I even have any soldiers? He's, I just set him to work on it. And he does take a lot of time to get anything done. But we're, yeah, we're ready tomorrow. We'll, we'll be down there. Yeah. Like, without yeah. checking to see if you actually have anybody to go check this rebellion. Yes. Well, it feels it feels like that 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 flaming show of force was enough because it's literally broadcast to every Gelfling that was watching. So I it feels like it, it's an act of intimidation that will inevitably lead to Rion being alone and easily murdered. Rion, yeah. or even a couple of stragglers, like they're, the Skeksis are gigantic, so... Yeah. The, yeah. Well, they, I mean, ultimately, they need to get rid of that dual glaive. And yes. he knows that Rion is by himself because Rion said, I'm by myself, come join me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so they can send just a, you know, a dispatch and go take care of one or two Gelflings. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, I guess, the idea behind we're coming, we're coming for you right now, or, you know, tomorrow um because this is a big place and you can't just get somewhere in one night they can't get all the reinforcements that they want uh something else happened too and i'm trying to remember what it was i can't think of it that there was another important thing to address Mm. I don't remember. Oh well. Oh well, it'll go for next time because I I don't recall what it was that was important. <laughs> yes, Dave. What, Dave? That that I mean that covers that covers the 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 penultimate episode. Wait, I probably used that word wrong. I'm, I'm, it's very early, and yes, that covers the. We're, we're through nine, so there's only one episode left. Yes, um, and, 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 and the making of the, the series we'll cover that right, which is what we will be covering next episode. Very much looking forward to it. The only thing that I haven't watched at this point is the making of um so i plan on enjoying that i think it's like an hour long too even better yep and 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 dave will finally finally watch how how this the greatest story ever told finally wraps up yes i'm very i'm very excited this has not let me down so far so there's there's much expectations riding on this tenth episode, and I have to yes. keep up. I have to keep scrolling away from the uh, episode synopsis because <laughs> I don't want to uh, see it. Yeah, right. So, 
Yes, that well, that wraps up episode eight and nine, and we will have one uh, one final um, Cameron inclusive episode to finish up the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Um, time permitting, there may be a little bit of rehashing. I may see if I can find the time to look at the um, art production book from the film. I know there's some interviews in there, and uh, see if anything is applicable to this 50 years um, prologue before the film. Um, Yeah, but that's it for this episode. Uh, I think we covered everything pretty extensively. Uh, If there's any questions on something, let us know, and we'll look into it, because we like questions, and we haven't had any for like a year. Send us questions, please. (laughs) We'd like to have something to address. Um, Yes, that is is the episode. We will catch you all next time, but first we'll wrap up with a little bit of um, admin, and uh, Leonard, where can folks find you on the internet? People can find me on at uh, on Twitter at Doctor Faust is dead. People can also find me on YouTube uh, by searching Doctor Faust is dead as well. Dave, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Sentinut underscore plus, pretty much exclusively. The website and all the website the. Um, podcast and all of its back episodes are on monsterdeer.monster which is still my favorite uh, ending to a a website address and Mm -hmm. Cameron can also be found on Twitter at night underscore twitten and that's night without a K Uh, all of the various and sundry contact points will be available um, in the show notes Uh, you can send us DMs on the official Twitter or through our email address, which is uh, monsterdearmonster at gmail.com. I think <laughs> it's always in the, it's in the notes too. Uh, the, the I do believe it is, in fact, monsterdearmonster at gmail.com. I think so. <laughs> I did it enough in advance that no one else has that particular email. Um, and mon underscore demonster is. Monster? Wow. I think I'd know our own. I don't remember. Look at that part of the uh, Twitter. But yes, Mon underscore D Monster is our t- Twitter. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I'm, I'm good at this. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Um, but yes, we are signing off for this episode number 92, 91. I think it's 91. Um, Officially, it's like 93 or 94 because we have a couple of (laughs) side episodes um, in the bank. And we will catch you all next time uh, for more Legativerse. No, actually, that's not the case. We will be back more quickly with the final um, Dark Crystal. Crystal. Yes. Because of scheduling. So look forward to that. And we will too. We will catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.